1: Harry Horse for the speed of light, a cloud of dust, and a hearty How Silver, the Lone Ranger. <laughs> From out of the past and the thundering hoofbeats of the great horse, Silver, the Lone Ranger rides again. Come on, Silver! Let's go, big fellow! i Silver! By nature and disposition, Luther Jones was the ideal assistant bookkeeper for the Cliff City Bank. His calm insistence that long rows of figures must have correct answers was as much a part of Luther as his shy smile and neat blue serge suit. But the calm was ruffled and the smile was missing late one afternoon when he knocked on the door to the president, J.B. Atwood's private office.
2: Yes? Come in.
3: Oh, Luther, it's you. I thought everybody had gone home hours ago. It's almost dark. Supper time. Yes, sir. I mean, I know it, Mr. Atwood, but I've just discovered something that isn't right. Is that so? Ordinarily, I'd report it to Mr. Quigley, the head bookkeeper, but he's already left for the day. Oh, report what, Luther? As you know, sir, this is the end of our fiscal year, and I'm balancing the books. Nothing unusual in that? Oh, I'm afraid there is. I've discovered a shortage. Shortage? Are you sure? There's no doubt of it. I struck a trial balance early this morning... And I checked and rechecked my figures all day long. The final balance is short. Mm. have you any idea where the i mean uh, have you traced the difference to any particular account? Yes, sir. I'm sure it's somewhere in the new school trust fund account. the new school oh yes why well, uh, how much is it short? Uh, three cents what Th- three cents.
2: <laughs>
3: well, Luther, this, this is really funny Imagine anybody worrying about three cents <laughs> The amount may be small, Mr. Atwood But the fact remains three... I can't balance the books Until I find out where the mistake has been made yeah. Well, here Here's three cents Now, is everything all right? No, sir We can't do that It would be dishonest Just covering up a mistake Well, I'll be... Dog- with your permission, dog- Mr. Atwood I'll take the large ledger home with me tonight And go over the figures again uh, sure, you can do I must that. have made the mistake somewhere, an addition or subtraction. I've gone through the checks written on that account. You're the treasurer, aren't you? Well, well yes, I believe I am. But I can't find invoices to match the checks. Well, they well, they must be around here someplace. So I took the liberty of writing a letter to the Acme Supply Company in Plainfield, asking them to send duplicates. You wrote to the Isn't Ac- that the company from which you're buying all the wagons and building material for the new school? Oh, yes. Yes, of course. I should have an answer from them by tomorrow. Uh, Then it'll be easy to recheck the figures. Mm -hmm. Luther, you're a smart boy. But you're working too hard. What you need is a vacation. Come to think of it, aren't you engaged to marry that pretty red-headed girl I've seen you with? Uh, Melissa King? Yes, sir. Melissa and I intend to get married when I'm making more money. You are making more. I've just raised your salary. A big enough raise to get married on and take a long honeymoon. Thank you, Mr. Atwood. And your vacation starts right this minute. Uh, Don't come to work tomorrow. Take off five or six weeks. I couldn't do that, sir. I couldn't leave until the books are balanced. I've got to find that shortage. Of all the ideas... What's that? I'm sorry, Mr. Atwood. It's my watch. It has an alarm bell. I set it to remind myself of important appointments. I have a date with Melissa tonight. We were going to a dance. But now Then why don't you leave? Get out of here. Yes, sir. Saul Quigley will be at my house tonight. I'll tell him about your discovery of a three-cent shortage. Hmm. I'm sure he'll be interested. Yes, sir. And if you want me, I'll be in my room at Mrs. Lane's boarding house. Good night. <laughs>
1: Lone Ranger and Tonto pulled their horses to a halt in the darkness of a side street at the edge of Cliff City. Oh, 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 who's the
3: little Steady, big fella. Boarding house you told me about is somewhere near here, isn't it? Tonto,
2: steady, big fella.
3: Ah, Big house at end of street. Good. We'll leave the horses here and walk the rest of the way. Come on. Ah. You know, a lot depends on what kind of a boy Luther Jones really is. Well, me see him in town today
1: and think him plenty good fella. I hope so. There's the house, Toto. I'll go ahead. You wait here.
0: Luther, do you mean you're breaking our date because... because of three cents?
3: Well, yes, I... but it isn't the three cents. It's the principle There's no use
0: the... talking about it. Any man who would do something like this is is a nincompoop, a jellyfish... A... Even if I am engaged to him. Oh,
3: now, Melissa, don't <laughs> cry. I suppose
0: Mr. Atwood asked you to work overtime, to to spend hours and hours trying to find three miserable little cents. Uh, no, so it you're... was
3: my idea. The books have got a balance, or, or I'm not a good bookkeeper, that's
0: all. Oh, Luther, I, I guess you'll never change. Why can't you be strong, decisive, a man of action, like, like the man we read about it in the paper over in Buena Vista?
3: You mean that outlaw who wears a black mask? Rides the white horse? He
0: can't be an outlaw when he captured seven bandits single-handed, then turned them over to the sheriff.
3: Melissa, nobody knows for sure that such a person really exists. Maybe they just imagine... I bet the
0: bandits know he exists. Oh, Luther, can't you understand what I mean? A man like that wouldn't let Mr. Atwood send him home to find three cents.
3: He would if he was a bookkeeper.
0: There's no use trying to explain. I guess I'll go to the dance with Chet Oakhurst... He asked me too.
3: Well, I hope you have a good time, Melissa. I'll see you tomorrow after I. Never found the... mind,
0: Luther. Good night.
3: Oh, women are harder to figure out than a final balance. Well, better go up to my room and get to work. Hello, Luther. What? Mask. An outlaw. What are you doing here? I'm not an outlaw. I'm here to see you. Why, how do you know my name? An Indian friend of mine made some inquiries. That's how I knew where you lived. Oh, it's that book you have under your arm? Uh, It's a ledger. I use it at the bank. Uh, There's been a mistake, a shortage. I brought the ledger home to... look for it? Good idea. Especially when a man known as J.B. Atwood is president of the bank. What? What do you mean? Several things. First, I'm convinced that you are one of the few honest men working in the bank. Second, a man who answers Mr. Atwood's description perfectly robbed a number of people back east not so long ago. Oh, how much do you think the shortage amounts to? Three... three cents. That doesn't sound like Mr. Atwood. Let's go over those accounts again. I'll help you. But you... you must be an outlaw. You're masked, you're wearing guns, and... Unless... Unless what? Do you ride a white horse? Have you ever been in Buena Vista? The answer is yes to both questions. Then you must be... No. If that's who you are, you wouldn't be here talking to me. I'm just a bookkeeper, and Melissa said that... Oh, excuse me. It's my watch. (laughs) I must have set the alarm for the wrong time. and uh, See? Yes. It's a nice-looking watch. Now then we can go over the figures in that book together. Oh, hello, Saul. I did what you told me, J.B. Brought Sheriff Peters and Judge Bittner along. So I see. Come on in, gents. Uh, Hello, J.B. i thought sal here had covered everything by fixing the books i did but i guess i must have made a three-cent mistake someplace and luther found it. nevertheless we've got to do something and do it fast uh, peters you and quigley both handled guns get over to the boarding house where luther lives see that he isn't living when you leave there yeah but how that's your worry but i want the job done now tonight Total of the final entries. Now subtract that from the figures you have. Yes, uh, it's uh, why this can't be right. Why? The new school trust fund, instead of being short three cents, is minus thirty thousand dollars. There's hardly anything left. I thought so. It's what I expected from J. B. Atwood. See, his real name is Ashley. He always works just inside the law. That's why he hasn't been caught. But, but we but, need more proof. He can avoid this by blaming it on you. Who are the other trustees in this fund? Judge Bittner, Sheriff Peters, and Saul Quigley. He's the head bookkeeper. Mm. It's a good thing you wrote that letter today. Now, uh, you mentioned some invoices for building material. Where are they? Down at the bank, I guess. Good. I... We're going to find them. Come on, we can climb out the window and ride double on my horse to get there. Yes, but is it right Don't to talk, do... not talk, Luther. Hurry. Oh, there. Ho, oh, oh. ho, oh, Who's Steady there. What's the idea of stopping here? We've still got to... Look up to ahead see. by Lane's boarding house. Ain't that Luther Jones? Yeah. And one of those other gents is wearing a mask. Must be an outlaw. Look!
1: Guess Luther ain't
3: as lily white as, At- as Atwood thinks he is. And we're gonna follow him. Get up there. Get up You keep watch here, but stay outside. uh Me do it. Good. Lead the way, Luther. This is Mr. Antwood's private office. Do you think he keeps keep those invoices in his desk? I... Uh, I don't know what to think. You see, I'll I've we'll never... soon find out. Here. I'll hold this light. <laughs> well, there's nothing that I... Oh, wait a minute. Is what we want? Yes. Those are the invoices. Hey, Lot to match, Luther. Who is it, Tonto? Two fellows come up outside now. Me think one lawman or the fellow worked here in Bang. Mm, they must have seen the light. Quick, Luther. Give Tonto the key to the back door. Hi. If we're caught in here, we're... Here it is. Bring the horses around there, Tonto. Hurry. Uh uh-huh. me get them. You're
2: in here, all right. We got them dead to right. Must the in that off. Yeah. Come out of there, both of you? It's all a nice direction.
3: They've got guns. So have I. <laughs> Keep down, and you won't get hurt.
2: Guess we'll have to smoke
1: them out. Open up, Solomon! The curtain falls on the first act of our Lone Ranger story. Before the next exciting scenes, please permit us to pause for just a few moments. continue our story. A few seconds after Sheriff Peters shouted order, the inky blackness of the bank's interior was laced with flame and lead. This can't go on, Luther. The gunfire will rouse the whole town.
2: Over there, sir. What's behind the desk? Keep on coming There's no
3: use in forcing a showdown now. We can't prove anything. What are you going to do? I'm going to make a getaway. Leave you here alone. You're not afraid, are you? No, but if Mr. Atwood, Judge Bittner, Saul Quigley, and Sheriff Peters are all in this together... Remember what I told you up in your room? I... Yes, I remember. And don't worry, I won't let you down. This gunfire will stop as soon as I. <laughs> Adios, Luther. Look, sir. One of them the
2: back door. No, yeah. oh, my hand. Throw a plug in my hand. No, oh, you're not shot. Bullet hits your gun, that's all. I'll tell you, I. Well, it sure
3: feels like. I think it was the owl hoot that vamoosed. <sighs> you must have plugged Jones. Make a light now, sir. Yeah, now, no, wait a minute. A lamp here someplace. Oh, <laughs> There. Now we can see. You didn't hit me, Sheriff. Didn't even come close. Luther! Come out from behind that desk and keep your hands up. You're under arrest. All right. Anything you say. But I haven't got a gun and I won't resist arrest.
0: Please, Luther. I I know you're not a bank robber you tell me the truth about what happened.
3: I'd rather not say anything, Melissa, even to you.
0: But they're going to have a trial this afternoon. Judge Bittner might sentence you to prison.
3: He will if he can get away with it. You can bet on that.
0: Well, who'll stop him unless you say something in your own defense?
3: Maybe one of those strong, decisive men of action you're always talking about.
0: Don't joke about it, Luther. Not now.
3: It's no joke. At least I hope it isn't. It seemed as though our worries of last night were groundless. Luther played right into our hands. Yes, much better this way. I don't like murder. It'll be better if you give Jones a stiff sentence at his trial this afternoon. (laughs) Don't worry. I wonder who that owl hoot was who was helping Luther look for the invoices. Uh, Just a saddle tramp, like as not. Well, there's only one more thing to be taken care of, gents. What's that, J.B.? A letter that's coming over on the afternoon stage from Plainfield. What difference does it make? A lot, Sheriff. After Luther's in prison... I don't want any loose ends to worry about. But you can't stop a letter. That's United States Mail. Oh, yes, you can, Judge. And our sheriff and my bookkeeper are going to do it. How, J.B.? A little stagecoach hold-up job. About halfway between here and Plainfield. You, you mean just to just to get that letter? Oh, no. Line up the passengers to make it look real. And pick up the mail sack as sort of uh, afterthought. Hmm. Well, I don't like the idea. I'm the sheriff here in Cliff City. You're also on my payroll. Now don't forget that. Hey, who's that Indian just going out the door? He's been hanging around the end of the bar. Oh, forget it. Redskins don't mean anything. Of course not. Now, how about a drink? Sure.
2: <laughs> yeah. Let's
3: uh, let's drink to a gent who let three cents lead him into prison. <laughs> three cents lead him. In... <laughs> Here's to loser
2: Jones. <laughs>
3: Tonto, bring note. All right, give it to me.
0: What is it, Luther? Who is this Indian? A
3: friend of mine. Here, Tonto. I don't know why he wants my watch, but he's welcome to it. Uh, Ah, Tonto, go
0: now. Well, what in the world? Luther Jones, I've been sitting outside this cell all morning to get you to explain what happened. Now an Indian walks in and you give him your watch. What does it all mean?
3: I don't know, Melissa. Honest, I don't.
0: Well, you can say something.
3: No, I can't. It's a promise I made, and I'm going to keep it.
1: It was almost noon when the regular daily stage left Plainfield for Cliff City.
2: Get on there, you gritter! Get out.
1: Only one passenger rode inside the coach, a tall, bronze-faced man who might have been a cowboy and only Tonto, who had stayed in Plainfield to see a United States Marshal, knew he was the Lone Ranger. Two hours later, the coach topped a rise on the trail to Cliff City.
2: Oh! trainer! Oh, what Mass road agents! Whoa! 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 Whoa!
3: Throw down that mail, sir!
2: I ain't arguing with outlaws. Here, you can have it.
3: Caring any passengers? Anybody inside? Just
2: one gentleman. Never mind. We'll take care of them.
3: Uh, All right, mister, climb out and keep your hands in the air. Anything you say, but I haven't any money. Search him, Saul. Yeah. He's right. No wallet or poke.
1: Just this watch. What? You wouldn't take that, would you? Doesn't belong to me.
2: Unless you're
3: hard luck. Now climb back inside, keep quiet, and you won't get hurt. You heard what he said, mister, now move. And you're going to keep the watch? Get in there and shut up.
2: All right. Line out, driver, and keep your eyes front. Yeah, sure. Get up! Get up! Well, I guess we got away with that all
3: right. Now let's straddle our broncs and circle back to town. Yeah. Say, Sheriff, this ain't a bad-looking ticker you got from that Jasper.
2: <coughs> a watch don't
3: mean anything. This mail sack is what Atwood wants. Get up there. Get
2: up. <laughs>
1: who could crowd into Judge Bittner's courtroom was there to hear the trial of Luther Jones. Sheriff Peters and Saul Quigley told their eyewitness accounts of Luther's crime. And through it all, the quiet little bookkeeper said nothing. Then, Judge Bittner rapped for order. Quiet!
3: Quiet in the court! Luther Jones, you have heard the evidence presented against you. Have you anything to say in your own defense? Several things. First... It won't be any news to you or to Mr. Atwood, Sheriff Peters, or Saul Quigley. But the trust fund in the bank, which was to be used to build a new school here in Cliff City, is short $30,000. Quiet! That has nothing to do with your crime of stealing certain valuable papers from the desk of Mr. J.B. Atwood. I wasn't stealing. I was merely trying to prove that $30,000 was missing. Your Honor... As Luther Jones, former employer and president of the bank, I wish to state that his charge is ridiculous. Then why did you arrange to have a letter stolen from the Plainfield stage this afternoon? Huh? A letter that would prove I'm right. Why, you wrong? Right.
2: That's a lie. It's the truth. I am. Young
3: man, let me remind you that you're on trial. I can prove what I say. The driver of the stage is in this room. Will you allow him to speak? Well, I... Well, all right. My stage was held all upright. No doubt about that. Two mass varmints did it. They stole the mail sack. And what else? Wasn't a passenger robbed, too? Yeah, but tall Jim. But all they took from him was a pocket watch. Good. I'm glad you remember it. What has all this to do with the king? The men who stole that watch also stole the letter which would prove that four men have taken $30,000 from the bank. And those four men are in this room. Where? Quiet! I can't allow this to go on. But you will allow me to introduce a witness in my defense. Uh, well, I, uh, I, uh, Who is it? The man who was with me in the bank last night. He's outside the door now.
2: Uh,
3: Sheriff, arrest that man, whoever he is. You'll make a mistake if you try it, Sheriff. So will anyone else who reaches for a gun. Believe me, I'll shoot first. Who, who are you and what do you want? Justice for Luther Jones. He told the truth when he said the school fund has been robbed of $30,000. He told the truth when he said four men planned a second robbery to cover up the first one. Those men made one mistake. What? What do you mean? They also took a watch from a passenger on the stage. It's in the pocket of one of the men in this room now. Judge Pittner, this man is... What none of those men knew is this.
1: The watch has an alarm on it. An alarm that is set for exactly three o'clock just a few seconds from now. When it rings, it'll point to the guilty man. Hey, what do you know
2: about right. But it
1: won't be heard unless we remain quiet.
2: What the? Shaw, it ain't you. me, I haven't got it. Peter, i you. There are three of the men. Peter, Shaw, no. use your gun. Yeah. I warned you, Sheriff.
3: All right, Tonto. Me here, Kimo Bring the United States Marshal. Yes, I heard everything that was said. I think those three men will do more talking when I get them alone. And you'll take care of it, Marshal? Sure will. J.B. Atwood, Sal Quigley, and Sheriff Peters. Now, who's the fourth one? Well, from the way he hurried off the bench, I think you'll find us Judge Bittner. He won't get far. Say, I don't know who you are, but that was a pretty slick stunt, finding out that those crooks had stolen an alarm watch from somebody. How'd you know it'd go off when you were here? I didn't. As far as I know, they don't even have the watch, any of them. They must have had it. I heard it ring.
1: No. What you heard, Marshal, was this bell I tied to my cartridge belt. See? All those
3: men brought in here with a guilty conscience. Well, I'll be... Adios, Marshal. Come on, Ah.
0: Luther! Oh, Luther, I'm so proud of you.
3: Melissa. Come here. Some of the businessmen here in town just told me they're going to ask that I take over Mr. Atwood's job. That means a raise. We can be married. When? Right now. Let's hunt up a preacher.
0: Luther, you're... Why, you're so different. I I hardly know you, but... But I like the way you've changed.
3: That's because I've learned something I'm never going to forget.
0: What are you talking about?
3: Remember that message the Indian brought me when I was in jail? Yes. It was for my friend, the man with the mask. He told me what to do and say here in court. Then he added something else.
0: What was that?
3: It's at the end of his note. I'll read it to you. He says, Always remember this one man plus courage is a majority.
0: One man plus courage is a majority. Why, that's wonderful. But who is he? Did he sign his name?
3: It's written right here The Lone Ranger.